Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Center of the roadway is what's blocked and affected. You got brake lights from University Boulevard to I-95. Outer loop of the Beltway, the ramp to 270, still partially blocked as well, though a single lane does get by. TOB Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Let's do another check of our weather with... Mark Pena. Overcast skies and dry conditions expected in the overnight hours as temperatures fall to the low to mid 40s by the time you're heading out the door on your Monday morning. Now, Monday will start dry, but we'll see increasing rain chances throughout the day as our next storm system approaches from the south and west. Forecast highs on your Monday afternoon around 50 degrees. Tomorrow night into Tuesday is when the rain becomes more widespread and heavy in nature. Temperatures overnight then are expected to be in the upper 30s to lower 40s. This system is out of here by Tuesday afternoon as temperatures warm to the mid 40s by Tuesday afternoon. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. 49 degrees. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hey, good evening. I'm Shana Stulen. So glad you're with us. Coming up, how restaurants, fans, and police have been gearing up for Super Bowl Sunday. Also, one local cop under investigation for alleged assault that happened inside a police cruiser. I'm Grace Newton. A Virginia bill aims to change who can claim roadkill. I'm Liz Anderson. Celebrating the year of the dragon. I'm Heather Gustafson. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. The Super Bowl is still anyone's game right now. The Kansas City Chiefs just tied things up with the San Francisco 49ers. 16-16 to with just a few minutes to go in the fourth quarter. CBS's Wendy Gillette is covering the big game for us from Vegas. It took until the end of the third quarter, but Kansas City finally pulled ahead in Super Bowl 58, though the Chiefs' lead didn't last long. This year's big game is a low-scoring affair. There was no score at all in the first quarter, which hasn't happened in five years. Kansas City resident LaShiel Mormon is cheering on the Chiefs while visiting Las Vegas. They're comeback kings, even if they're down. It's going to be a nail-biter, but... I think we're going to pull it off. Wendy Gillette, CBS News, Las Vegas. The Super Bowl is still airing live on CBS, Nickelodeon, and streaming live on Paramount+. Plus. By the way, if you're not in it for the football, maybe you're just in it for the halftime show or the commercials, Beyonce just dropped a big announcement in one. She's dropping a country album in May. Our other big story tonight is Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's hospitalization. CBS's Eleanor Watson has details. Austin was transported to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center for an emergent bladder issue, according to a statement from the Pentagon. Earlier this year, Austin was hospitalized for two weeks for complications following treatment for prostate cancer. The Pentagon says the Joint Chiefs of Staff, White House, and Congress have all been notified that Austin has transferred his duties. He was secretly hospitalized for two weeks last month following prostate cancer surgery. Chaos inside Joel Olstein's megachurch in Houston, Texas today, where a woman fired a rifle between services. A child and a man in his 50 were injured there, but Pastor Osteen says it could have been worse. I can only imagine if it would have happened during the 11 o'clock service. We were in between services going into the Spanish service. The shooter was killed by two off-duty officers. Her motive is still unclear. In Washington, the Senate advanced a security bill today to get much-needed foreign aid to Israel and Ukraine. A cloture vote is expected tomorrow, but the move comes as Israel escalates attack in southern Gaza, despite warnings from the U.S. about hurting more civilians there. 
And a marathon world record holder, Kelvin Kipcom, has died in a car crash in Kenya. Grant Ferrets with the BBC. Kelvin Kiptoom set the world record in the Chicago Marathon last October. His winning time of two hours and 35 seconds slashed more than half a minute from the previous record. He was due to compete in this year's Paris Olympics. World Athletics had just ratified Kiptoom's world record just five days ago. He was 24 years old. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 10.03 on February the 11th. It's Super Bowl Sunday, 46 degrees. Super Bowl 58 is underway and almost over. We'll get an update shortly. Good evening, I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for joining us. The top local stories we're following this hour here at WTOP. Fairfax County police are dealing with a crash that brought down a power pole. It occurred near the intersection of Columbia Pike and Blair Road in Bailey's Crossroads. A single vehicle struck a utility pole, then hit a nearby house. There was only minor damage to the house, but there is extensive damage to the pole and the wiring. Dominion Energy says about 2,000 customers are without power. Police say there were no injuries as a result of the crash. An investigation is ongoing. Columbia Pike is closed in both directions until further notice. Dominion is saying the repairs may continue through morning rush hour. Stay with WTOP for traffic and weather on the 8s for updates on the closure. An alleged sexual assault by a D.C. police officer that occurred in Montgomery County has now prompted an investigation. Both Montgomery County and D.C. police confirmed to WTOP that an MPD officer is on leave and under criminal investigation for allegations that he sexually assaulted a woman in Montgomery County while on duty. Police were not able to share the officer's identity or specifics of the assault. But various other outlets say the woman reported the incident to Montgomery County police, alleging the officer sexually assaulted her in his police cruiser on February 1st after they had planned to meet up. The officer has been revoked of his powers and is on administrative leave, according to D.C. police. WTOP has reached out to D.C.'s police union for comment. Grace Newton, WTOP News. A teenager who is responsible for a number of swatting episodes at different schools has pleaded guilty to his crimes. Between May and September of last year, the Stafford County Sheriff's Office responded to reports of bombs and shootings at Stafford High, Brook Point High, Dixon Smith Middle, and Drew Middle School. They all drew huge police responses, lockdowns, and fear from students and staff. But they were all false and called in by the same person. After scouring phone records, Stafford County deputies gathered enough evidence for a search warrant at the youth's home. They recovered hard drives and servers that rivaled the NSA. Ultimately, the juvenile pleaded guilty to five counts of conspiring to make terroristic threats and two counts of falsely summoning law enforcement. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A Virginia bill now aims to change who can claim roadkill. Currently, deer or bear roadkill can only be claimed by the driver who hits one of those animals. Virginia Mercury reports the bill adds turkey and elk to that list. Also, anyone who comes across roadkill would be able to claim it with permission from local law enforcement or the Department of Wildlife Resources. Once claimed, the person would be allowed to use the animal however they wish, including for food. A critic of the measure says expanded access could be dangerous, especially if it's not known how and when the animal died. 
Republican Delegate Tony Wilt of Harrisonburg submitted the bill and told the House Natural Resources Subcommittee it's meant to lighten the workload of Virginia's Transportation Department, which is responsible for getting roadkill to landfills. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Firefighters responded to a working fire at 2 this afternoon in northwest D.C. It happened at 7th Street near Florida Avenue. Firefighters say the fire was on the second floor of the home. It extended to the third floor on the back porch. About 40 firefighters were on the scene. One firefighter was transported to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Five adults and two children have been displaced by the fire, but no injuries were reported among the folks who lived in the building. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. It's 10.07. Rain didn't stop the annual Lunar New Year Parade. It was hosted by the Chinese Consolidated Benevolent Association in partnership with the Mayor's Office on Asian and Pacific Islander Affairs in Chinatown. There's fireworks and they're doing confetti. People line the streets of D.C.'s Chinatown to welcome the Lunar New Year and celebrate with annual traditions like the very festive parade. Other New Year's traditions include avoiding any cleaning and avoiding any housework. Don't want to sweep the lock away. Because there's a lot of luck surrounding a dragon year and you don't want to risk missing out. Not any other two addicts. So, so definitely is a very special year. A lot of people are trying to like get, their, um, get a new baby, you know, the, the dragon baby. So it's super cool. In Chinatown, Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather. More waiting is required for an interest rate cut. I'm Mark Hamrick, and we'll look at the outlook for the Federal Reserve, which decides interest rate policy in my report just ahead. It's 10.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Carlos in the WTOP Traffic Center. Sounds good to me. Thank you so much. We're watching the inner loop of the Beltway. The accident scene was reported to have the center of the roadway blocked off near New Hampshire Avenue. Initial report was that two center lanes were blocked and one might have even been facing the wrong way. So do keep an eye out for that one. Inner loop is actually slow from University Boulevard all the way to I-95. So it's going to slow you down for sure. Not much of a workaround here. This depends on where you're headed, of course. Outer loop of the Beltway. Crashes on the ramp to 270 northbound near 355. The outer loop is not actually affected. All your lanes are running nicely. It's just if you're actually going to take that ramp to 355 or 270 where you will slow down. You should have just a single lane getting by there. Down in Virginia, if you're making your way on Columbia Pike, keep this in mind. This is for tomorrow as well. If Columbia Pike is part of your morning commute, keep in mind Columbia Pike is shut down now. And we're hearing reports that it will likely be shut down through the early morning hours. Of course, stick with us. We will let you know exactly if and when that does open up. That's Columbia Pike in both directions right by Madison Lane. If you're making your way on I-95, or rather 395 southbound, there was an accident seen on the ramp to the Franconia-Springfield Parkway. Looks like that has officially cleared. Your ramp is up to speed. Should be okay. 66, I-95 looking great. Let's take a quick look back in Maryland. No issues on 50 all the way out towards the Bay Bridge. You should be completely up to speed, and you got your standard traffic patterns there. Three lanes west, two lanes east. Want to test an electric car? We'll plug into FitzMall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at FitzMall.com. That's the Fitz way. 
Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Overcast skies and dry conditions expected in the overnight hours as temperatures fall to the low to mid-40s by the time you're heading out the door on your Monday morning. Now, Monday will start dry, but we'll see increasing rain chances throughout the day as our next storm system approaches from the south and west. Forecast highs on your Monday afternoon around 50 degrees. Tomorrow night into Tuesday is when the rain becomes more widespread and heavy in nature. Temperatures overnight then are expected to be in the upper 30s to lower 40s. This system is out of here by Tuesday afternoon as temperatures warm to the mid-40s by Tuesday afternoon. I'm 7 News Meet on Smart Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 48 in Columbia, 49 in Alexandria. Penn Quarter checks in at 50 degrees on WTOP. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com today. Money news on WTOP, 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Mark Hamrick. The Fed on pause. I'm Mark Hamrick with the Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. The Federal Reserve seized upon the opportunity of its first scheduled meeting of the year to stand pat on interest rates. At the same time, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said it's unlikely the central bank will cut rates at the following meeting in March. Federal Reserve officials have previously signaled they think rates will be coming down this year, but that now appears to be more of a second half of 2024 phenomenon. What can we take away from this? One is that the Fed wants to see further evidence evidence that it's confident inflation is coming down to its 2% target, meaning that prices are posting an average annual increase of only about 2%. Along with other observers, the strength and resilience of the U.S. economy has been a surprise. Cases in point have recently included retail sales, the job market, and economic growth. That resilience also means the Fed doesn't sense an urgent need to cut rates, the same as if we were seeing a recession or a financial crisis. I'm Mark Hamrick. Coming up on WTOP, Maryland police want you to remain sober on the roads tonight if you're heading home from a Super Bowl party. We'll have the details coming up. WTOP News Time, 1012. Hi, I'm Todd Jones, Vice President of Sales for Regency Furniture Showrooms. We began advertising with WTOP News way back in 2010. And over the years, thousands of people have come into a Regency Furniture Showroom after hearing our messages on the radio. WTOP is an outstanding advertising platform if you want to drive qualified customers to your stores. It's one of the many reasons Regency has grown so fast. At Regency, we take pride in thousands of Washingtonians spending quality time together, enjoying a meal around our dining room tables, relaxing on our sofas and getting a restful night's sleep on our brand name mattresses. At WTOP, they take pride in creating customized marketing plans for their advertisers that deliver measurable results. So if you're looking for quality, in-stock furniture at a great price, visit any of our Regency Furniture locations in the DMV. And if you need help attracting new customers to your business, I encourage you to contact WTOP at WTOP.com and search Advertise. 1013 on a Sunday evening. Thanks for being with us. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellis, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy. 
like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. That's gawontwait.com. Coming up on WTOP, will parents of young people who commit heinous crimes such as mass shootings be liable for their children's actions? We'll examine that issue in just a few moments. 1014. When you order food for work on EasyCater.com, we've got your back with 24-7 support to make sure everything goes right. Confirming with the restaurant, guiding drivers when they need delivery instructions, making sure the food arrives on time and is ordered. But if there's a problem... Thanks for calling Easy Cater. Call us anytime, day or night, and we'll answer in seconds. Because food for work has to work. And we're right here to make sure it does. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. Looking for top-notch personal protection? The Smith & Wesson Equalizer is here to level the playing field. Easy-to-rack slide, easy-to-control ergonomic grip. It's designed for you. With a 10, 13, and 15-round magazine included, size up for better control or size down for easier concealment. Don't miss out on the opportunity to upgrade your safety. Visit your local dealer now. To learn more about the Equalizer, visit smith-wesson.com. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. All capacity sizes may not be available in your jurisdiction. Be sure to check your local laws and regulations. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1015. I'm Dan Rowling. Thanks for being with us. A Michigan jury has found the mother of the Oxford High School shooter guilty of involuntary manslaughter. This is a groundbreaking verdict in a case of whether a parent can be held responsible in some circumstances when the child goes on a deadly shooting rampage. Prosecutors say Jennifer Crumbly was grossly negligent in 2021 when she failed to tell school officials that her son Ethan had the use of a family gun before he shot and killed four students. Her husband will face a trial on similar charges later. CBS legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum joined WTOP Sean and Ann to talk about the jury's decision. Remember, this is a criminal case, not a civil case. That's what makes this very different, right? In a civil case, you, you file an action against the parents for being grossly negligent. Here, the state is saying you are criminally responsible for what we would call an accidental or a reckless killing. So what the jury had to decide was, did the parents have a legal duty to supervise their kid? And were they grossly negligent in not doing so? For instance, were they aware that he had emotional problems? Was it foreseeable that he might have done this? Were they watching over him? Did they realize that he had a journal and he had these really horrible things? He was saying, among other things, my parents aren't listening to me. And on top of that, there was evidence that the mother was having an affair at the time. And she was paying more attention to her horses than her son. And these are the things that the jury ultimately gave the reason to hold her criminally responsible. I remember hearing and seeing some legal experts not thinking this was going to come back as a guilty verdict on all four guilty counts here. How um, surprised at all were you? And this also sets precedent, does it not? It's very surprising. Our country is very different from other Western democracies. We're in the system of whoever pulls the trigger is responsible. We usually don't go way back into the chain of things that happened unless it's a conspiracy. We don't have a duty to rescue in the United States. They do in Europe. So generally, you're on your own for what you do. So that's what makes this very different. And the precedent that you're talking about is forget guns, Ann and Sean, baseball bats, right? In theory, anything that a child could take out of the house 
and commit an actual crime or harm someone could lead to not just civil liability, but to criminal responsibility of the parents for failing to exercise the care over their child and to prevent that child from committing some kind of crime outside the house. CBS legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. A quick look at the top stories that we're working on at WTOP. Super Bowl 58 is going to overtime. It's 1919 at the end of regulation. We'll get an update from our sports anchor, Frank Hanrahan, in just a few moments. Officer Sauer now say the shooter at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston is dead. A five-year-old also wounded, apparently hit by a police officer's bullet. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is back at Walter Reed tonight. A short time ago, he transferred his cabinet duties to his deputy secretary because of his hospitalization. Keep it here on WTOP. Carlos Ramirez is in the WTOP Traffic Center because traffic and weather is always on the 8th. Absolutely. We are still watching the Beltway. Unfortunately, uh, the delays are quite dramatic from University Boulevard all the way over towards I-95. The crash right by New Hampshire Avenue is reportedly blocking the center of the roadway. You kind of get split in either direction. So just follow police direction through that area. You should be able to make it by. Again, delays between University Boulevard and just before I-95. Outer loop of the Beltway. The accident scene is on the ramp towards 270 northbound. Also hearing about another crash. Right where 270 and the 270 spur meet, sounds like they got an accident scene blocking the far right-hand side of the roadway. Down in Virginia, Columbia Pike still closed, and we're hearing that it is supposed to stay closed through the overnight hours well into tomorrow morning. So keep this in mind. If the Colum- if Columbia Pike is part of your morning commute, you're going to have to plan ahead. Columbia Pike is shut down and is expected to be closed throughout the early morning hours south of Madison Lane and north of Braddock Road. North Beauregard or Sleepy Hollow are solid workarounds, though they may add a few minutes to your drive. Beltway traffic in Virginia, looking fantastic so far. Not seeing anything slowing you down as of this very moment. Over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped clients win the compensation they deserve. And as always, pay no fee unless your case is won. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. 2-7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Overcast skies, but dry conditions expected in the overnight hours as temperatures fall to the low to mid-40s by the time you're heading out the door on your Monday morning. And while your Monday will start dry, we're expecting rain to increase throughout the day as temperatures warm to about 50 degrees. Tomorrow night into early Tuesdays when the rain becomes more widespread and heavy in nature, we can see about an inch of rain by the time the storm exits Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday afternoon, we'll see clearing skies from west to east as temperatures warm to the mid 40s and by the time we're heading into Wednesday, sunny skies for Valentine's Day with forecast highs around 45 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 47 right now at Dulles. It is 49 degrees at BWI Marshall. Reagan National along the banks of the Potomac River at 49 degrees. Coming up on WTOP, if you're having guacamole tonight at your Super Bowl party, you might need to know that weather conditions in Mexico are making it tough for avocado farmers. We'll explain why. WTO produced time on this Sunday evening, Super Bowl Sunday. It's 1021. Thanks for being with us. Hello, I'm Rick Wiest, owner of Thompson Creek Window Company. And I'm excited to celebrate a partnership that's helped to shape how we connect with you thanks to WTOP. For nearly 20 years, Thompson Creek and WTOP have worked together to tell our story to their audience and our valued customers. At Thompson Creek, we offer high-quality windows at an affordable price. Because our windows are built in our own local factory, we design, build, and install our windows to eliminate the middleman and pass the savings on to you. WTOP's strength lies in creating marketing strategies that yield real results for businesses like ours. 
So if you're in search of great windows and doors to improve your home's comfort and lower your utility bills, I encourage you to call Thompson Creek at 855-57-CREEK or visit thompsoncreek.com. If you're looking to reach new customers for your business, I recommend reaching out to WTOP. Go to WTOP.com and search advertise. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. 1022. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. 1023. If you're planning to indulge in alcohol on this Super Bowl Sunday, know that local police will be out looking for drunken drivers. The state police and AAA are urging people to stay off the roads if you have been drinking. State troopers will have increased patrols on the roads tonight and this morning. And a DUI could cost you more than $10,000. That's more than the average ticket price to see the game for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Last year, Maryland State Police reported 68 DUI arrests through the Super Bowl weekend. They also had 176 reported crashes. With guacamole being such a Super Bowl favorite snack, attention being drawn to the issue of the availability of avocados in Mexico. The AP's Julie Walker has more. A lack of rain and warmer temperatures has resulted in fewer avocados being shipped from Mexico. The western state of Michoacan, which supplies almost 90% of the fruit, has suffered a hotter, drier climate that has led to a lack of water in growing areas. Lakes are drying up. Desperate avocado growers send tanker trucks down to suck up the last water or divert streams to feed their thirsty orchards, sparking conflicts. The state received about half the rain it normally gets last year, and some growers are illegally cutting down pine forests that feed the water system to plant more avocados. I'm Julie Walker. You know, prom can feel like a rite of passage for young people, but the cost of going out and looking good may prevent some students from going. So one local organization is trying to help. It's Montgomery County's recreation launch program called Project Prom. Dress. It collects gently used clothing, suits, dresses, and other accessories that prom goers can choose. Starting tomorrow through the 29th, dresses, suits, accessories will be donated at the Praisner Community Recreation Center in Burtonsville on Mondays through Thursdays. Any high schooler with an ID can go to the Recreation Center April 13th, browse through the rack, and get those outfits for free. Sports at 25 and 55. Frank Hanrahan, we have a great finish ahead, don't we? Yeah, and it was uh, sort of a, um, well, I don't want to say boring game, but up until the fourth quarter, it was uh, not the greatest uh, Super Bowl, but the fourth quarter delivering. We are in overtime. Kansas City, San Francisco tied up at 19 apiece. San Francisco getting the ball first. That might be a fumble by the quarterback for San Francisco. I think we've got a big 
call coming up here. Uh, it looked like he was trying to throw four, but he dropped it. 13.55 left in overtime. San Francisco and Kansas City all tied up at 19 apiece, but a big call coming up here. Could be a big turnover for San Francisco. 